and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Who Asked You, the podcast absolutely nobody asked for, but we are going to provide. My name is Caleb LaChapelle, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ross Parker and Alec McBride. How's it going, boys? What have we been up to? What a <laughs> save. Nicely done, Caleb. Nailing One it on the take first try. after three months. One after take. a nice little hiatus, One Caleb comes coming up, in Comes off cold. No, no warm-up. Nice. No warm-up. Dude, that's like running out of the bullpen and shutting down the Yankees. Nicely done, my guy. <laughs> Fuck the Alec, you want to run with it first or you want me to? Yeah, so let's see what I've been catching up on. So it's uh, I'm stuck here at a command with nothing to do but watch stuff. So I've watched a lot of TikToks, and I've watched everything new that's come out in terms of DC, uh, MCU and Disney and Star Wars. So caught up all on Speaking of TikTok, bad, as, bad, as soon as Alec gets back on TikTok, he starts sending me sad shit again. It was <laughs> it was immediate back to, like, sad Star Wars shit. There's a theme. You might get some more military stuff, too, because now that's I'm into right. that military TikTok, and now it's – and now I understand the joke, so I might send you a joke that's funny to me, but may not be funny to you because you funny. won't understand stuff like that. But I, I think it's funny. Um, but definitely, definitely getting back into it. Uh, I caught up on all of Marvel shows, which was awesome because it was like what, th- what they dropped? I guess three shows, but two shows that I didn't watch. Um, three shows, watch. a movie. Yeah, Black Widow. I saw that one. I actually saw that one while I was in um, in training. We get our laptops back the last week or so. That was so I my got to watch first that. movie back in the theater since March 2020, right? No, February was, 2020. No. I was going to say, that was my first movie I've watched since starting. But I forgot that I also watched, uh, we do a command movie with our captain, and we watch Greyhound, uh, ah, which is a really good movie. Classic. So, it, it's, it, it, there's something cool about it. We learn how to do do um mobiles and charting which is here at OST. yes and something you uh get to learn that, that like 90 of us all going like oh shit we did that before <laughs> all right so it was awesome to like watch all of our reactions to it um but yeah man i just caught up on everything and now um i think the only thing a major thing i didn't catch up on was the schneider cut i haven't seen that just haven't, just okay. haven't made the commitment to the four hours. You don't need and, to. And uh, oh, that's I, thank God. I think you, I you don't need to. I wanted. I think you should. For what? For the culture? No, thank you. Um, I don't need that. You're all right. So, but I definitely you don't need to. Am, I started. I started two things. I started two new things that I might. I don't know if I want to say it now or save it for the draft. Ooh. I'm going to save it for the draft. All right. All little right. little hint looking forward. Today at the end of the pod, we are drafting our top five things from over the break. They can be shows, movies, uh, video games, anything. The, ca- the caveat is it has to be something you watched or consumed for the first time, except for like re-releases. So like the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which I'm sure is going to be on Ross's list somewhere, is... Uh, eligible even though it's remakes of the same game ross what have you been up to no so first of all great having alec back because even during our break caleb and i have been chatting but we have not been able to touch base and chat with alec so this is our first time actually seeing alec's wonderful face and new mustache and getting to catch up with him so we're excited the game's all back together uh as for me 
uh, I've been able, so I haven't been stripped of any my head like you two have. So I've been able to stay caught up on all shows and movies and games and all that stuff. Um, wow. Outside normal life, so just nice. interviewing, applying, networking for jobs, uh, coaching my local gym, loving that. And, you know, just being fucking Ross, goddamn boss. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, what have I been up to? We should put an asterisk that, like, Caleb and media, Caleb. That's the thing that the viewers aren't, don't know about either one of us how little time we've had to consume media yeah yeah no yeah. not at all you've been you were locked away yeah. from the internet for what like seven weeks eight weeks 20 20 weeks oh yeah you started significantly before uh, i left i forgot you started significantly yeah. before i left i started in march 20 28th was about i mean march 14th yeah. when i started my rom so I kind of started cutting out, like watching TV and stuff, and like everything else. That I, was, I, I turned off all my social media. Yeah, that was right around period. our last episode. Yeah, and then I did 15 weeks. I did 18 weeks of training. I actually rolled back in evolution, which I'll explain that later to people offline. I try okay. to keep military and stuff very separated. Um, but yeah, so once that finished up, I think I'd I'd been in the program for at least like 18 weeks, and then I finally got all my equipment back to like at least my laptop to, or my phone to watch stuff on. And I've had at least 36 days with that equipment. I've, I have a tracker on my phone, 36, 37. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was starting May 18th at camp. The first couple of weeks I was able to watch some stuff and keep up on stuff. And then I kept up on bad batch throughout the whole uh, summer, but that was pretty much it. Like I, I didn't have any real, I read a lot of books, uh, but I, as far as like movies, TV, that kind of stuff, I went to watch Black Widow uh, in theaters on one of my days off, but that was about it. We rented Ooh. out a theater. It was so sick. I, yeah, I, we lost you, Alec. What'd you say? Yeah, Alec, we lost you. That would have been a really good movie to watch in theaters. Yeah, Sorry, was, there's also a hurricane warning for me. So yeah, I, yeah, I no, you're out. about to get hit with a hurricane. Um, as far as stuff I've been watching over the last like week or so, I got back to Memphis uh, a week ago tomorrow. A week ago tomorrow, and I got moved into my apartment yesterday. Uh, I've just been really the only thing I've been watching. I've been doing after camp the last uh this would be the third year i watch i rewatched all of entourage and all of friday night lights so that has been my Ooh. just a fantastic combination Ooh, of like two early nice. 2010 shows very good ones uh Dude, ross you're in the middle uh, of watching entourage for the first time aren't you yes yeah what season Wait, are you on right that, now that, you first? actually spoiled one of my picks that was gonna be coming up for this draft oh i'm sorry sorry Oh, but I'm loving it. That's true. So, it's spoiler alert game. to our fans. Thanks, Caleb. No, I'm kidding. What um, can I do? No, I'm. Re <laughs> it's really good. I'm enjoying it. Um, who's your favorite character so far? I mean, there's only one acceptable answer in my head. It's Ari. Yeah, it's Ari Gold. Ari Gold's Ari. the only acceptable answer to that question. Ari is so fucking hilarious. Uh, me and my dad also love Turtle because he's just a fucking idiot. Turtle's amazing. I mean. Everyone in that Crazy. show is fantastic. Uh, yes. Sleeper 
like top character is Ari's wife. Ari's wife is hilarious. Oh yeah, she is. She she's really good. I don't even know if they ever say her actual name on that show. She's hilarious. We lost you for a second there, Alec. I don't I don't remember it. Uh, I said Lloyd's been pretty funny. Lloyd is incredible. Lloyd is Lloyd's a great, great. great sleeper pick. I don't want to spoil anything I, for Ross, but great. Think... Well, Lloyd maybe yeah, has Lloyd the best be character underrated. arc in that entire show. I, I don't think Lloyd's sleeper, though. Yeah. He's in there a lot. Fair. Like, like, he's in the show, I'd argue, more than Ari's wife. Oh, he's definitely in the show more than he's Ari's just... wife. He just goes under the radar for so long. Yeah, yeah. He, he really does. Um, all right, let's hop into the news. Oh, this is it. Starting oh, off. I forgot to. I want to show you guys this just because we talked about that bad badge. Uh, so I designed a t-shirt at OCS. And that's this is what I designed. Sick for the audio that's listeners. Awesome. That's a dope bad batch uh, t-shirt that Alec made. Yep. That's awesome. I decided, it was I based off that. the bad batch. Yeah. The class uh, really We'll start off in the MCU for the news today. Dominique Thorne will make her debut as Riri Williams, otherwise known as Ironheart, in Black yep. Panther 2. How I'm excited. are we feeling about this? Sorry, I jumped the gun. I'm fired up for that. Yeah, I, it, she's, she's a great off. actress in general. Uh, I'm also excited for Ironheart and like the kind of transformation over these next couple movies and these next couple shows of it going into more of the young Avengers type stuff. Yep. I agree. I definitely feel like this might be the avenue for them to kind of take Shiri, make her the black Panther yep. and put Dominic Thorne and Riri Williams, put her into the tech kind of make her the, the tech person of the Avengers. Now that's kind of I'm, exactly what I was thinking. I'm, the, I'm sorry. Go out. Join Ned as being a person in the chair. <laughs> I'm still a little hesitant on like, I don't know exactly Kevin Feige is for the Black Panther mantle, not the role of Black Panther and T'Challa itself. No, that's not being recasted. Yeah. But for the mantle of Black Panther, like, are they going to let it sit for a movie and pretend that during Black Panther 2, T'Challa's off doing his own thing? I don't maybe... think they should. Hmm? I don't think they should. Yeah. yeah. I dr- Address it early and often. Don't yeah. like a don't sit around I, with that one. I feel like we're uh, gonna get. I, I feel like we're quicker, gonna, quicker plot problem. I feel like we're gonna get kind of like a Carrie Fisher in Rise of Skywalker situation where they're gonna take the clips that they had from last movies and audio that they had from prior movies. I don't know how I feel I, about I, that. I I, I I feel like that's something we may I see. Mean, I'm going to be honest. I really hope they just start with a funeral scene. I hope T'Challa's yeah, funeral not, is the opening scene of Black Panther 2. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be mind with... I don't mind an off-screen kill. Yeah. In a situation like, like I, just, There's nothing you could do Yeah, with reality. No. It's kind of like, ah. No, there's nothing you can do. I just know for a character as loved as Black Panther, that may be something that rubs a lot of people the wrong way for an off-screen death. It's it's a situation that you're not. What do you? It's a situation you're not going to land it, no matter how you pull it off. Well, and the other thing you don't is, don't think there's any way to do it. You don't know what, like they might not actually legally be able to. Like you don't know what the Bozeman Estate 
what their opinion on that is like Carrie Fisher's mm-hmm. family had to give approval for her to ap- to appear in uh episode nine and for them to yeah. CGI her face and stuff same like that. With, so same thing with, with Paul Walker's family. family. Had to give him, yeah. Had to give him give him credits. Um interesting. Staying in the MCU, uh the Eternals trailer. Very good trailer. Ooh. For a movie yes, that was time. supposed to come out like six years ago. <laughs> it, it looks good. I, I will say at first trailer, <laughs> I was a little skeptical, but I liked the trailer. Only thing that terrifies me about it is it, it looks very um, super many DC-ish. And I, can I was see like, where my only worry is like, oh no. We've also Just we've moved back to like the early DC movies. We've moved forward so much on comic book movies in terms of like what they can be. And mm-hmm. like this movie was written in mm-hmm. like 2013. Yeah. This is going to be a very that. comic booky comic book movie, which is not a bad thing. It, it's not a bad thing. I would yeah. throw out though. They like they've clearly made edits to the script because in yeah. the show they reference like why they couldn't intervene with Thanos and the snap. So like it, clearly they've made edits to the script, but I, I get your point. The overall story may feel a little campy. Yeah. Yeah. We might get a, a first, like a first movie comic book campy style. And then after that, they start hitting their stride and break open. Kind of like I, most Marvel's movies. Kind of like most Marvel movies. Yeah. Yeah. Most, I'm curious. About- most, like the first one is definitely like the most campiest though. Like the first Marvel movie in a trilogy or a series. Yeah, I agree. Um, I will. What I'm curious about with this movie is that I'm curious about its specific point in the MCU timeline. We know it's after the events of Endgame, but we know also WandaVision, uh, Loki, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Spider-Man: Far From Home all occur after like, Endgame. Like in the same part? kind of like year. We don't really know when any of that's happening. That's just it. Like I, I'm just being anal and looking very specific. Yeah. What time does this happen? And this is also not. It's also a weird time for this movie to come out because it's not a movie that's going to be connected to the larger MCU as you're moving into, like, if Infinity War was, like, the first, I don't know what, I don't know what, where that metaphor was going, but where we're expanding the MCU even further past the Infinity War saga. I think... It does mm-hmm. and it doesn't because it outlines the outlines the great celestial beings that we hear about referenced every now and then in the MCU. But it does it will not tie into any adventure. It will have nothing to do with any of the heroes we love the most. And to be quite frank, I could easily us like having this as just one movie as a context movie, and then fans kind of move on and I guess don't care a whole lot about the Eternals. I, I, I don't want to say that, but I feel I like they might use it as a. I think you're right with the content movie. It's going to lay some groundwork with the Eternals and kind of put them more at the forefront. Yeah, I think that. I, like I think that's. Waste that. I think that's right. I also, I mean, there is an opportunity to, to add in a mid credit scene or an end credit scene, some sort of like tie in, like if we're moving on to the next thing, uh, there could be a watcher tie-in at the end of Eternals, like the narrator from what yeah. if, like we can True. like, they can play around with those end credit scenes and stuff like that. So we'll see. Uh, speaking of what if that shows 
fucking awesome. It's good. The second episode is really great. All our dreams. It's so the first cool. one's my favorite. So I like the first one better also. The more Captain America in my life, the better. For me, the, the more second Captain episode. America, the better. T'Challa, the second one, just could do no wrong. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah, it is. Like no, he was, I, it's, it's arguably better. He's like a better Star Lord than he is a Black Panther. It's kind of hard to say. Yeah. No, totally. Uh, I agree. When Yandu shows up in the beginning of it and you just hear the whistles and people start dropping, I got so hyped. Like for me, that like that episode hit emotionally as well because we know this will be Chadwick Boseman's last like full work that he was fully committed to. Yeah, I think he has three episodes in this season of What If. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for more of What If. There's season two already confirmed. At the same time, we're gonna talk about Star Wars in a second, but I need a Star Wars what if show in my life so bad. What if Anakin wore a condom? <laughs> but um, it was good. I was gonna say, what if Luke went to uh, Alderaan and Leia went to Tatooine? Oh, uh, I um, I'm gonna bring this back to Marvel real quickly. We deserve a Thanos episode. <laughs> For those listeners that may not know, Thanos is the concept of Ant-Man shrinking down, shooting up Thanos' butt, and then expanding before Thanos should snap his fingers. Hilarious. Thanos would be a very funny what-if. I don't think we're going to get it. Uh, Yeah, I don't think the family-friendly content of what-if Don't think we're going to get it. Um... All right, let's hop into Star Wars. Uh, Sabine Wren confirmed in the Ahsoka show. I'm pretty sure we've been right all along about what the Ahsoka show is going to be. Kind of like how Bad Batch is a spiritual successor to Clone Wars. The Ahsoka show very much seems like it's going to be a continuation of the epilogue of Rebels, uh, where Sabine and Ahsoka go out into uh, uncharted space looking for Ezra and Great Admiral Thrawn. I'm so excited. Fuck yeah. I'm so excited. We get Thrawn back. We get Ezra back. We get Ahsoka and Sabine hanging out again. Like, I mean, it's, it's just going to be rebels season four. Yeah. In spirit. Mm, Yeah. I, I, I legitimately cannot wait for this rebels. Like clone wars is a distinctly better show. Like I'll admit that. I yes. like I like Rebels better than Clone Wars because it is just like it is following the same group. It's just like found family, like Star Wars found family making a rebellion. It's sick. I li- yeah, I like that description. Uh, staying in the Star Wars universe, Mandalorian season three starts filming next month. How are we feeling about this? Where do we think it's heading? Out, what do you got? So it's gonna be interesting because it's gonna be a lot of so it's gonna be very Alec. Try turning off your web your video and see if it helps the audio at all. It does. 
without a clan. I can start. Yeah. Oh, he just left. Oh, he just left. Left. Oh, there he is. I'm back on. Yep. Cool. Try turning off your video and seeing if it lets your audio last a little longer. Okay. All right. That better? Yeah. All right. So coming in a lot clearer. Mandalorian season three. What do you think, Alec? So we definitely have known Mando as the daddy daycare babysitter type for the past like season and a half, really. So now, what's the trajectory we take with him? Do we go into his personal life? Do we go into the backstory of him? Obviously, there's also a trajectory with the storyline where he now is the Mandalore. That's fucking crazy. So that's, that's massive. That's going to happen. Yep. Um, how how far do they go into Clan Crease? Like, how what's the backstory we get there? Do we get some flashbacks of Obi Wan in there? Do we get Do we uh, get Corky? Is tie into the, do we get a force sensitive Corky? Like, do we get the um, Do we the child of Satine and Obi that we all theorize? Because apparently nobody knows who this like person's like. We have two sisters and no mother between the two of them. Yeah. So it seems very weird. Yeah, no, it's just Obi Wan's kid. It's the weirdest child to have. It's just Obi Wan's kid. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, that's really who it is, and it's just interesting to see how this is all going to pan out and and work. Yeah, the book of Boba Fett's going to be its own dealio, but I hope we kind of get storyline a Grogu training because it seems very uh, without Mandalorian is it really Grogu? Like I don't know. I have a feeling we're gonna get like first four episodes kind of split like we're going to get scenes of mando dealing with being the mandalore we're going to get scenes of grogu training with luke and then something's going to bring them back together see i, I don't both have like lightsaber training together you see i don't think we're going to get any grogu i think he's gone no. out of the show and we'll see him come back Ooh. No way is Wrong. Disney going to give up on the cash cow of Grogu. Hey, I'm Grogu. just throwing yeah. it out there. When it matters enough to the story, I think they'll make it work. They're still going to no. keep killing it off Grogu merchandise. Let's not kid ourselves. It's true. Yeah. That's true. They're going to bring him back just for like for anything. And to be fair, yeah, nobody guaranteed. that bought Grogu, almost nobody that bought Grogu uh, merchandise knew that his name was actually Grogu. They just saw the funny thing. It's like, ooh, baby Yoda. Yeah. I think uh, Grogu, we won't see him again. And then I think we won't have like that peaceful transition where um, Bo-Katan accepts Mando as the Mandalorian. Yeah, you know, as, as Mandalore. I, I feel like there's it's, that's going to be a running tension all season long. I think we're getting Death Watch round two. Yeah, she did not look happy. I, I, even though he serves like, I do not give a fuck about this thing. I feel like we're getting yeah, Death Watch round two. Funny. Bo-Katan, yeah. uh, back to her terrorist background. But we can't well, forget all this. It... Go ahead, out. Mando's part of Mando's part of the Death Watch. Like his like whole entire like community. Yeah, he's a child is of the Death Watch. Remnant, 
it's the remnant of the death it's watch. the remnant so of it's death like, watch the death watch is now it's so the death watch is technically now in command of mandalore by him taking up the that's true the saber that's true. So the death watch first of all he actually accomplished what the death watch set out to do and he's not doing it by proxy he actually is just accidentally like, becoming man, the mandalore yeah accidentally the mandalore there was a whole entire <laughs> you scheme that they had last time into it. yeah he's like i just defeated the person who had it because i wanted the kid and now it's just interesting to see that clan crease is now standing on the outside looking as death watch is taken over again unintentionally yeah. this time and i do feel like we might get i feel like we might get sabine in this also i feel like we might get sabine in in season three i wouldn't be surprised mm, maybe yeah it would be i mean if soak is back they both went off looking for ezra and thrawn so if she's back i feel like Sabine's got to be around. Sabine's got to be back also. What I'm cur- what I'm curious about is if the book of Boba Fett is going to do anything to set this up. I don't think so. Mm, I think I think it's going to be very much its own. Yeah, dealio. I think so too. And I would rather it be its own thing. I think there's a lot of talk for book of Boba Fett to have something to do with Omega and see. And that would be sick. Mm, that'd be very cool. Because I feel like there's more connections because they're making this Alpha and Omega thing with them. Yeah. It seems very interesting to see where that plays out. First of all, do you guys see that meme where it like breaks up how like Omega says everybody in the Bad Batch's names, but they're written incorrectly? Yeah. Oh, Rekka. Like, Omega. Hunt, hunt, yeah. Omega. It's like Hunt Hunter. Hunter. Rekka. Crosshair. Crosshair. Yeah. Um Tick. It's tick instead of tech. Yep, tick. Uh tick. last bit of Star Wars news. Star Wars Vision trailer. I mean, the funniest thing about this was all the TikToks afterwards being like, so it's like drugs? It's <laughs> better than drugs, Jeremy. It's better than drugs, Jeremy. It's from it's Japan. <laughs> so good. So um, we have a we have an umbrella lightsaber. We have a waifu General Grievous, six-arm General Grievous looking uh, chick. We have... Yeah crazy force abilities we have katana lightsabers this show looks it's, so fucking it's gonna be sick. amazing it looks so cool it's all and you said it's all coming out on one day like we're not gonna have to wait what that's a day wild. that's going to be that's still wild disney's doing that six different studios are creating six different like series or six different shows or six different seven, movies seven studios are making nine different episodes the episodes are not like there hasn't been a run time for any of them Two of the mm. studios are making two episodes. Okay. So people are thinking that's like a part one, part two type situation, and those will be and those but ones it, will be like mini movies essentially. Damn, these things look so epic and crazy. They don't look like they're tied in together, but I'm, it's gonna be interesting how they make it all work. Also, all of the uh, like, this isn't how Star Wars was when I was a kid. People are infuriated by that trailer. They're pissed. They're they pissed. Hate Not, it. I'm blocking out the haters for this one. I'm loving it. And I love it just it's like it's like you just said, it does it like Star Wars, it you don't define it by one single thing. There's so much Star Wars out there. There's an yes. entire galaxy of Star Wars. There's so much shit we haven't even talked about or don't like need fleshed to, out. We don't need to keep doing the Skywalker saga. We don't need to keep doing Mandalorians as much as like that part is we fun. Like we can literally do what they can do whatever they want. 
and just say it's a Star Wars show. We keep harping on it. Give us Old Republic. Yep. Give us go that back, kind of stuff. Go forward. Go out to unexp- to uncharted space. Like, tell us. Give us like a Thrawn coming of age show. Love it. Give us bounty. Oh hunters. my god. Yeah. Well, we do kind of have that already. Imagine if we got like a Thrawn in a like in the Imperial Academy show. You mean the the books? Yes, just the books. If we just got the Thrawn books, as yeah, shows. that's 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 basically that's literally that's Thrawn book number one right there is his like rise to the Imperial Academy. He's fairly old when he goes through. I mean, he's older because he has he had a career in the Chiss Academy in the Chiss, military yeah. before he gets like banished, and then he gets sent to the Imperial Academy where he's like going through with students. But I'm like, it's it kind of odd because he's like he's apparently like the same age as them, but he's this, like older. This than man's them. like a warlord already, but hey, yeah. And he's like going through Imperial Academy, and it's just like it just doesn't make any sense. Um, so it just seems like very interesting how that would work out. But it'd be pretty good. Shenanigans wouldn't sue. I feel like they would go more into the TV show or movie. Um, I'm looking for some air to the Empire shit. That would be sick. I like. There's so much Star Wars content available out there. They can go through all the Legends books. They could, they could do whatever they wanted. Also, the Alphabet Squadron books, uh, that's something I read this summer. The Alphabet Squadron books are so sick. I think I started one of them, and I needed to get through with it. They're but... so good. I haven't read any of the High Republic books yet. I'm really looking forward to reading those once they go on to paperback, because uh, I'm a weird person, and I like paperback books better. Um, they fit everywhere better. They they're do. Easier they just, travel. They're, they're easier to travel with. They don't like take up weird sizes on your bookshelf. They're so much easier. Uh, all right. Todd yeah. McFarlane's Spawn movie, originally announced in 2009, finally found its writer in Brian Tucker and seems like it is back from the dead. Ross is excited about this. I love it. I don't know a lot about it, but I'm kind of I, fine with whatever Todd McFarlane wants to do. I think Spawn's such a cool character. <clears throat> and he's one where it's like, because he doesn't fall into these dark horse, he's not DC or Marvel is a combo character we don't always talk about a whole lot because obviously marvel get and dc gets a lot of the hype all the hype i should say so it's cool just to flesh out a very dark superhero i guess anti-hero and yeah he's got his own setup there Mm -hmm. i don't know anything about spawn so but i'm okay with watching whatever todd mcfarland wants me to watch um let's look at it a look at the streaming wars. Uh, earlier this week, Culture Crave, a uh, great Twitter account, put out the most subscribed streaming services. Netflix, no surprise, coming in on top at 209.2 million subscribers. Prime Video below them at 175 million. Disney Plus at 116 million, which is higher than I thought Disney Plus would be. Uh, and then we've got a big drop off after Plus that. Has- with Apple TV at 60.4, Peacock I'm surprised at Apple 54 TV is million, much. HBO Max at 43 million, Hulu at 42 million, A lot of people are... and Paramount coming in at nine, which is just so, a tough look. Definitely keep an yeah, definitely keep an eye out for Hulu to start creeping up there as like Disney starts to do bundles and stuff with them to where they just continue to get more subscribers that way. Yep. The thing about me for the Amazon subscription that I would put an asterisk next to it is how many people are actually subscribing to Amazon Prime 
for, for Prime Video. The movies, or you just, or yeah, like for Prime Video, are you just doing yeah. it just because it's just like it's yeah ten bucks a month and you're just part of the shipping gig? Yeah, there's right. a lot of elderly people that I know that don't have like have no idea that they have this access to this library of movies and TV shows. They just know that their packages get there two days earlier than they expect. Sure. Which is a surprisingly great uh, lineup of movies and stuff that Amazon Prime has. Oh yeah. Oh, a- no, Amazon. That, that solid set. Amazon Studios. They put out like two banger movies every year. Oh yeah. They put out a couple good ones right there. They put out a the, couple of really good movies and a couple of really good shows every year. As the, I go out. One content provider I think is gonna be Disney. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, they own they own the box office with their content right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they just did they just get Avatar? Did yes. they? Shit. Yeah. Well, yeah, the other the other thing is like when you look at it, HBO Max is priced at fifteen dollars a month and has forty three million subscribers. Disney's seven dollars a month and has one hundred and sixteen. So they're basically even. Like HBO Max is making the same amount of money as Disney Plus with half the subscribers. Just doing half the subscribers. Yeah, that's true. Half the subscribers, uh, twice the cost. As as I go through this list, I'm honestly surprised. I, the HBO Max one definitely stands out to me because I, I thought it would be a layup for HBO Max to bring over a bunch of people from HBO Go and HBO Now, and just I don't, bring I over. I don't a think bunch very many people have those. Yeah, well, I don't think I guess not. A lot of people. I, I they have advertised it. I have think, an outstanding lineup. I think legitimately, oh, HBO Max is the best streaming service. I will not it, like it. It has the best selection. It's the worst app-wise. Oh, terrible app. Like, trying to get yeah. around the app itself is a fucking nightmare. And if it you're watching it on your quality. laptop, you have to refresh it every two episodes. Like, it's just annoying. But, like, best lineup by far. They have all yes. the Studio Ghibli movies. They have all of the cartoons from our, like, childhood. All of Cartoon Network's on there. They have... Uh, Any like, HBO version or a bunch of TV shows. Yeah. It, they have the best, like individual content and and most of the time when like now when we're doing these direct to digital where like movies will come out in theaters and digital at the same time they most of the time go to hbo max or disney plus yeah yeah i'll give hbo credit where it's got it probably has the best tv shows oh yeah of all the streamers it's got all the tv sh- like all the best tv it's got all those classic hbo tv shows like sopranos californication mm-hmm. Band of Brothers. Like if, if you're like an 18 year old kid and you're coming, you're going to college, you've never watched a whole lot of TV in your life. You need something to watch. HBO is like by far the best option because you get yes. the entire back catalog of HBO. Oh yeah. You get Thrones, you get Sopranos, you get, yes, you get Entourage, Um, you get Eastbound and Down, you get uh, Barry, you get like, you get so many incredible shows. Yep, seriously. Top tier, top tier award winning shows. Westworld stunk. Now, if you want to take it into movies, Westworld was good. I I never heard you say. Westworld was a good first movies. I think you're looking at. I think if you're looking for movies, I think you're kind of going to be start talking about Disney. Disney probably has some of the best movies. Yeah, and then. You I mean, got, it's tough to compete I mean, with Marvel own. and Star Wars and Pixar and Disney Animation Studios all under one yeah. banner. Yeah, no, those all—they all dominate the box office across all different age groups. 
And it's it's you can't you can't beat that. You just can't beat that. Now, if you're talking about the most bingeable TV shows, the most bingeable TV shows, Netflix. Yeah, hundred percent. Netflix is, is like, the king the of the seven out of ten. T- Netflix is the, the king of the seven the, out of ten. Yeah, yeah, the king. Like the, if you're saying the best TV shows, HBO Max every single day of the week. Most bingeable. Netflix every single day of the week and twice on Sunday. So that shit Netflix, is the most bingeable shit you can watch anywhere. Netflix and they've also got it has, down to a science too. Netflix also has by far and away the best stand-up comedy lineup of yeah. any streaming service. It's 100%. not close. 100%. Yeah. HBO used to have that, and I don't know where they lost they're, their way. They're kind of creeping back. HBO's got some some really solid ones right now. Um. Yeah, but Netflix is the – Netflix every. Every comedian's Netflix because it's a way to watch TV. They're all on it. Now they all want to go work for it. All right. Let's hop into, I mean, sort of related HBO. It's an HBO. Well, it's a Fo- or a Warner Brothers. I thought property, it was Amazon. What? Dune? No, no. Oh, you're talking oh, I want. Yeah. Let's do Dune first. Uh, the new Dune trailer is so good and I'm so excited for this movie. The trailer got me legitimately excited for this. The first trailer piqued my curiosity. The second trailer has me so excited for this movie. And, and you've never read Dune, right, Ross? Correct. Okay. Correct. You're going to love I've it. Both it. you guys are going to love it. I need Have you watched to, the terrible movie? No. no. I want to read it first before I watch it. I've owned two of the three Dune comic books at one point. Oh, the I graphic told. novels? Yeah. The graphic novels are uh, cool. No, I think they were just the comics. Where are the graphics? Yeah, maybe they were. They're pretty they thin. Did, so. They turned all of the books into graphic novels. I know that. No, I own. I had the comic books, like the like uh, thin okay. comic books. Yeah, yeah. So if these are like the books turned graphic novel, they'd be way thicker. I was like, well, it's been a while since I had them, but I had this. Um, there's really not a whole lot more to say about it. Like, go watch the Dune trailer, or don't. Just be excited for Dune and just go watch it because. The movie is going to be fucking incredible. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I still can't get over the cast they have in that movie. It's pretty stacked. But it's kind of scared me. Because it's like, ah, oh, man. A stacked cast is also like... It can be a death yeah. wish, too. That's true. It could be. That's yeah, I've, seen a, I've, seen, I've seen more movies with stacked cast suck, and then, then they'd be good. True. Burdened by expectation. From epic science fiction to epic fantasy, Amazon's Lord of the Rings series premieres September 2nd, 2022. Uh, It's a couple thousand years before the events of the Lord of the Rings trilogy and The Hobbit. It's in the second age. Uh, I I can't wait for this show. It's going to be so good. It's definitely excited for this. It hasn't been announced, but there's been a bunch of young boy. Not as a young boy, but a 2000 less aged Gandalf. Uh, also like there's been a bunch of hints. It hasn't been said, but there's, they keep using the words like forged, forged and created. Everybody thinks that it's going to be about the creation of the rings of power and the rise of, mm. and the second rise of Sauron. Like this show is just going to be so sick. Very excited for this. Very interesting to see what directions they go with this. Yes. I agree. It's a very open, very open field. Because it yes. could, it, I am saying it's going to be sick, and I think it is. Also, just the fact the first season has a budget of five hundred million dollars. 
to put that into perspective, uh, the seasons, I think it's four, no, three through seven of Game of Thrones had a combined budget of like $475 million. And the budget for one season of this show is $25 million more than that. That's it's going to be nuts. Wow. wow. Um, dollar, dollar. All right. We ready for the draft? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's rehash some of the rules. Uh, the draft order is going Alec, Ross, and then myself. Snake draft, like always. The draft is the top five things we consumed over the break. The only caveat is it has to be a new thing. It can't be something that you rewatched uh, unless in case of a re-release. And this is something where this list could be very, this draft can get very unique because like someone like myself, I was able to watch shows that came out like 20 years ago for the first time Yeah, that Alec and Caleb both will have watched. You got your spoil alert already on one of them. Um, all right, Alec, what do you yeah. got? All right. I was just creating the list real fast, but I cannot log into our old Google docs account. So I'm just going to do it on mine. Let me, let me draft it up first. Draft me first round. I'm going to take the bad batch. Oh, nice. I knew it was coming, but Ooh, that hurts. Sorry, buddy. I had to, I had to get my good shit in while I could. That's all right. After, a lot of my stuff that I'm drafted early is going to be very competitive with you guys. I got a bunch of exclusive content that I know I can hang off for later, so I'm going to take one that I know will be in competition for. Oh, sorry, are you ready for my pick? I thought I went Caleb. No, I Alec I Ross and me. Fuck. <laughs> Alec, I think, knows where I'm going with this. I'm taking Loki. Oh, thank God. I haven't watched yeah. Loki yet. Yeah. I liked Loki, Loki a lot. That was, your safe, that was your safest answer you could have given, not going to lie. Yeah. I, I liked it because how it, the implication has for the greater MCU is so mad. Um, no spoilers there. I mean... I guess that was a spoiler. That definitely was. The only one that makes sense now, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh, I have back-to-backsies. I forgot about that. Ooh, what do I want to do yeah. for back-to-backsies? Um, I'm going to take What If. There's only two episodes out, but I'm going to take What If because I think this show is going to be amazing. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to take What If because <laughs> I think it's going to be amazing. I honestly would make you I – would, I would challenge you to pick only one episode, but that's just me. Ooh. There's only two episodes out, so it's like it's either one or the other. That's true, right. but everything else is full series. I'm taking the full series. Fuck. Or the Ooh. first two episodes of it. Yeah, it can go downhill from here. Right it there. could. So. I'm only yeah, claiming the first two really episodes bad. right now. What if first two episodes? Asterisk. All right, next one. I think Caleb would jealous this one. I'm not sure how it stands on it. Bo Burnham's inside. Ah, that was on my list. Such a great and creative comedy from Net. Bo Burnham is the smartest comedian, like one of the smartest comedians in the world. He is such a genius. Plus the fact that he's been working on this for like six years. Insane. Yeah. Okay, that leaves me open for my two two toofy, my two back to backsies. Your back to backsies. Yeah, and uh, 
damn right I'm taking my girl Black Widow. Yeah. Right now. Nice. Right here. Right now. If I could take a trailer, I would for my third pick. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be like Vision's trailer. Just itself alone was just amazing. Um, but no, uh, I think I'm out of, I think you guys took most of the new content that came out that I've seen. There's quite a few, quite a bit of new content that I, I'm not going to take Suicide Squad. I'm going to tell you guys that right now. Oh, we didn't even talk about that yet because I assumed it was going to be yeah. on Ross's list, to be honest. So we can just wait until yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that movie. It's not, um, actually, it's not going to be on my list. Oh, okay. We can talk okay. about it then. Um, All right, cool. We'll, we'll talk about it at the end. It. We'll talk about it at the end. It's going to be, if, it, if none of us are going to take it, we'll just save it for the end. Yeah. There's, there's going to be a take. I'm taking Fast and Furious number one. Because I've never seen any of the Fast and Furious. Oh. So I could take them. Okay, fair enough. I am sitting here and I'm going through all of the stuff that I've watched and put together. And I start putting together lists. Like th- my honorable mentions list is going to be long. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to have enough to fill out a full draft, let alone honorable mentions. I'm, I'm, okay. Honestly, I'm looking at trailers might be, that might be in play. I'm just saying that. What's the back end of your back-to-backs, he's Alec? That was it. it that was, was uh, it. Yeah, that was my... Oh, yeah, Black you had Black Widow, Widow first. And Fast and Furious. Right now, I have Bad Batch, Black Widow, and Fast and Furious. Number one. All right. Back to Ross. I'm going to save the older shows that I watched, the Gontra, my honorable mention. And I'm going to go Mortal Kombat right here. Yeah, I figured that was going to be on your list. That was a really, really solid movie. It was a for it was a for a video game movie. It was actually it was. I think it's it probably the, best, the better. Vi- it's probably the best best video game movie ever made. And as a massive so. Mortal Kombat junkie, like I was all for it. I was such a fan. Damn, I that, think I might have pulled the trigger. That movie was great for two different reasons. It was great for fans like Ross. It was also just straight up action porn awesomeness for people that didn't have any idea what was oh, going on. Hundred percent. It it was just a great fighting movie. Yeah. I know what I'm doing tonight. Um, all right, I got back I'm to back Yep. Yeah, I'm pissed. I think I know which one of your picks might be. I'm, I'm pissed I should have picked it. I'm going to take Ted Lasso Season 2. Okay. Just the most heartwarming, funny, doesn't make any sense how it continues to work, but it does show of all time. Like... <laughs> That show was created because they made a like commercial about it and then they just made it into a show. And now it's like, it, it's such a good show. I, if you haven't watched Ted Lasso at all yet, hop on it. If you haven't started season two yet, get to it because season two is even better than season one. I think I still need to watch both. <sighs> you have to, I haven't, wa- I haven't watched any. Yeah. You guys are going to fall in love with it. Um, I'm also going to take, Oh, it's getting tough now. I wrote in your answer. I feel like I know which answer you're going to take. Really? Yeah. I feel I have, I have a feeling. If you don't take it, I'm taking it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm taking Fast 9. I have to. Oh. What did you think I was going to take? Oh, I guess you're about to say it here in a sec. But no, I'm taking Fast I'm gonna, 9. Uh, I'm all, about, I'm all about the family. I'm all about the family. Your list is strong, but family is stronger. Everything... Yeah goes back to family it's it was funny the, the the day i watched the fast and furious one i watched it on my laptop in my hatch the hatch across from me they watched the ninth one like they hadn't seen the ninth one 
And then we also have a lounge where we all kind of hang out. And I walked in there after I finished the first one and they're all watching the first one. Cause I told <laughs> them all, funny. I was like, I told them, I told them all like, Oh yeah, I've never seen any of the fast and furious. And they were like, what? You've never seen that. And then they were like, we should do it. I guess they like, when I got up to the table, cause it's a, they're a different class than me. They were like, Oh yeah, we should all watch. Like we should do a watch party and watch all of the fast and furious. And so they did. And now they're on like episode, they're on like movie number five now. And I'm like still on one. I was like, damn, they were fast. Ross, you're up. I'm up. All right. I'm going to stick to my childhood, what I loved, delving into another movie, Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm. I figured that was going to be on your list also. That was a very solid movie. Yeah. It was very fun. It, it's I, a fun monster beat-em-up. It's just it like was, you get two monsters fighting it out. Like that, You get what you signed up for. The first hour was kind of the last like 40 minutes made up for it. Yeah, the end of the movie was so good. All right, uh, I'm going to take with my pick. This is the first time I've ever seen it. It was, oh, uh, God, I have to I have to look it up so I can actually give you guys, like, a background, a better background on it than I have to say about it, if you know what I mean. Like, I have to give, like, a better description to you guys. I'm going to take Initial D. What is that? Initial D, it is on Hulu right now, is a Japanese street racing manga series written and illustrated by, I can't say his name, it was serialized in a weekly young magazine from 1995 to 2013, with chapters collected into 48 volumes. The story focuses on the world of illegal Japanese street racing. Mm, I'm so in. So it's wow. It's, just, it's, all, it's Tokyo Drift, the anime? Yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> where all the action is concentrated in the mountain passes and rarely in cities or urban areas, and with drifting racing style emphasized in particular. So it's, it's super interesting. I like watched the first couple of episodes, and I'm like, I'm in. I'm already like, I want to watch more of it later today. Um, they're fairly fast episodes too. They're like maybe 18 minutes each. So I'm taking initial D. And then after that, I'm taking, this is going to piss Caleb off because I signed like the full thing. I'm going to take Outer Banks episodes one and two. Oh, damn it. I didn't think any of you had watched it yet. <laughs> I watched episodes one and two. I haven't even seen it all. Ah, that show is oh. so good. So I picked up Outer Banks. I started watching it, and then I stopped, and then I, I need to finish it because I'm still in for the storyline. I'm very much intrigued. I just stopped watching. It's um, such such an absurd show, and it's so good. It was uh, The first two shows, the first two episodes are really good. Like I've already watched those, and uh, it's just like it's, it's, it's funny that I stopped watching it, but at the same time, like it's really good. Like I can't say it's not. <laughs> Ross Reno, your turn. All on. right. Sticking to my turn, I have so many shows that movies that came out years ago that I want to throw here, but I want to keep my list of things that came out while we were gone, and then my honorable mentions be old content. So keeping that trend consistent, Caleb, you'll love this. Going in the gaming world, massive legendary edition. So jealous. I don't have internet right now. I can't play it. One of my all-time favorite video game trilogies, video game series, and it's just so great with all the content around it. it I spent two weeks burning through that game. It was so awesome. Which ones did you replay? Did you go through all three of them? Yeah, I went through all three. I love it. Mm-hmm. Was one is one like playable now? Ish. Yeah. I mean, that ga- the gameplay of one originally was so bad that 
it's like they've done the best they can. You yeah. can't get in much better. But Mass Effect 2 and 3 are legitimately 10 out of 10 perfect games. See, and after replaying them, Mass Effect 2 is my favorite. Mass Effect 2 is also my favorite. Yeah. I mean, okay, I'll say Mass Effect 2 is a 10 and Mass Effect 3 is a 9.9. I agree with that. Also, if one of the people that got upset at the ending of Mass Effect 3 originally, just fucking kick rocks. I will say the on like when they, the the ending that came out with the game, they I, I I would have appreciated more like what's the right way to say this? Just how everything ended up shaking out. Yeah, like Which I don't know. Added, I thought it made sense. It, I thought it made sense. It did. It did. I just want. I guess I just wanted more like exposition on how everything shook out that's regarding fair. the the surrounding events the dlc also does make it better yes 1000 percent. the dlc does um all right back to me is it my last pick mm-hmm. I believe last, so. last pick of the draft here yeah Ooh. all right i'm going i wasn't going to but alec picked an anime so i feel like i should pick an anime now uh i'm gonna pick skate the infinity I think it actually. I think it came. It's uh, SK eight, like the number, the infinity, and it is a anime series. It's only one season right now. Uh, around skating and coming of age and downhill skating, and it's just fun and dumb. They they like it. The entire thing is this is this downhill skating race where people can like mess with each other so there's one guy that like uses firecrackers to throw at other people that are skating against like it's just so dumb fun uh that it's a great like i think it's 10 episodes 20 minutes a piece like it's a great one day binge kind of anime that's nice i feel like honestly yeah you'll like initial d and i'll probably like skate i think yeah because it's very much the same premise, except I'm using cars and you're using skateboard and longboards. Yep. Um, and I'm sure there's just like there. I've only gotten into the first couple of episodes, but I'm sure shenanigans ensue in initial D that I hear the same way that I hear with I, you guys. All right, honorable mentions. What do we got, boys? I have two. I'm gonna go with Mythic Quest season two. I tried to get both of you to watch the first season of Mythic Quest originally. Season two is not as good as the first one, I would say. But it's still fun. It's like a workplace sitcom. Uh, but instead of being in like an office building or something like that, or a bar like Always Sunny, it is well, Always Sunny's not a workplace. I didn't say that. Always Sunny's not a workplace sitcom. Uh, okay. No. Uh, but it's set in a video game development studio. Uh, it's Rob McElhaney from Always Sunny. Uh, it, it's just, it's, it's really good. It's very funny. The, there's more character development in season two as opposed to just straight up f- hilarity in season one. So it's kind of growing into more of like an actual show. Um, but yeah, the second season was fun. And then my other one is Luca, which is mm. just a very fun Pixar movie. Silencio okay. Bruno. Silencio Bruno. Do you hear it? Nope. Just you. Uh, it's you so want to rip fun. it out? Or you want me to? Luca, sorry, I'm gonna talk about Luca. Luca had some wholesome moments and some pretty funny moments. It like did. where the dad's just throwing kids into the water randomly. That was my favorite meme. It's not the- a it's not a heavy hitter Pixar movie. Like no. it's it's not anywhere near 
I wouldn't it's, even say top 10, but no, it's, it's just wholesome fun. It's honestly pretty low on the leaderboard. Yeah, it's it a, really is, a, but it's fun. Love the good dinosaur. Yes, that, definitely. That's where I'm going to put it. But there's not a lot of movies where I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'd watch Luca over that one. But it's, also, it's, you take any Pixar movie besides The Good Dinosaur, and you're looking at like a 7.5 at the absolute minimum. Oh, I think even with The Good Dinosaur, you're still looking at like an, at least an 8. Yeah. Most of those movies are pretty good. The only one that's bringing it down is The Good Dinosaur. <laughs> and it's not even a bad movie. It's not I a bad we've, movie. We've had this talk before where it's like Pixar like hits these home runs, and they're all home runs. We're just measuring the distance over the fence. Yep. It is also tough because it's it's Pixar's not like in a fantastic spot right now in terms of like their power rankings with Disney Animation Studio. Cuz like yeah. Disney Animation Studio like they put out Raya last year and Raya's like legitimately one of the best animated films of the last decade or so. You guys can go back to our Raya the Last Dragon episode if you want to hear us gush about it for 90 minutes straight, but yep. and it was absolutely deserved because that movie's fantastic. Yes. Aquafina killed it. Murdered. Yeah. Murdered. Absolutely set the stage for her to for me to like continue to watch her career progress. I liked her in Crazy Rich Asians Rich Asians. And then when she did uh Ray of the Last Dragon, I was like sold on her comedy. Absolutely. And then I know she does some very dramatic pieces as well. I'm told she's very good at those. Also, Tuck Tuck is I did recently rewatch Ray and the Last Dragon. I couldn't put it in here, obviously. Uh Tuck Tuck is I'm ready to declare the best Disney animated like animal. Companion. Yeah. Animal companion. Tuck Tuck, Tuck is, is amazing. I don't know, man. I still got oh, some hope for some like Cricky and Mushu, but yeah. Cricky, come on. Cricky has a very short lifespan, and he helped save China. Yep. Mushu is also like I'm not saying they're not, but Tuck Tuck. I don't know where I can qualify Mushu. He's more of like a side character. He's technically not a companion. He's not a companion. He does. He does talk. Yeah. Like it'd be like Khan, like Aquafina, uh, Rhea, like a companion. That's true. A companion. Yeah. That's so it's true. Like, so Cricky's Mushu's more not. the animal companion. No, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. the animal companion. Tuck, tuck, top Good tier. Point. Top tier. Top tier there. All right, Ross, you got your honor. Uh, honor you go or me? You can go. I got mine last. I got mine. All right. I got a All right. I got a big list. So Jesus we all know Christ. Entourage. <laughs> Started Entourage for the first time, and I love it. I mean, do we need an explanation for it? I mean, it's just a bunch of celebrities being assholes in Los Angeles. I mean, Entourage is still like a top, top tier, like comfort show. You can turn on any single episode of Entourage, and it's going to hit. Yeah, yeah there's going to be like, something you like. It's like the broy friends. Yeah. Kind of like nice. Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. Also, another one of the shows that absolutely without a doubt could never ever be made now oh yeah 100 percent. not a chance you can make that show now no you couldn't even get through the pilot today nope um next show first time ever watching band of brothers oh what? man That's the first time, you ever, wa- oh, first time man. ever watching band of brothers and oh my god shout out to that nazi from new uh from eugene <laughs> yeah that's from storia yeah it's yeah, from Astoria. legit that was fantastic that that was one of my favorite tv shows i've seen in a long time have you watched all three of the hbo like uh military shows like that like the I, I'm, I'm, generation I'm about halfway through i'm about halfway through the pacific 
uh, six, not seven as good, but still very good. It's not as good. It's still entertaining. I, I don't know why. I just set the bar so high with Band of Brothers. Uh, because it's it is the significantly better show. But the scene it, where it, they go and steal the food during the air raid in the Pacific is incredible. Oh yeah, where they well, what was it? Uh, they don't like they get peaches the and cigars. The armies, yeah, uh, rations. Yeah, yeah, they go over and steal army the army supply. Generation mm-hmm. Kill is also very good. Uh, it's more it's funny than modern. anything else. It's a very modern. One. Yeah, they're right, real. On, <laughs> on to uh, my next one. I talked with Kale about this. Fucking drummer boy Whiplash. Oh, oh I forgot you just watched that for the first time. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Damn. I don't, oh, oh man, you have to. So good. Here. Okay, I was talking conversation a long time ago with uh, one of my very close friends. Uh, he describes Whiplash, and I agree with him. Whiplash is, it feels like a war movie. Like I those two, those two, and are just at war the entire movie, and it's all oh, yeah. through music. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And you know, I was online reading some threads about the movie and obviously we want to think we looked at the ending face value i won't give spoiler i, I don't know how to explain this without giving some spoilers i think we can give spoiler it's been a decade since whiplash came out almost it's okay not almost so, but like decade, a, a couple when, years away when the guy goes in gives the final crazy ass drums oh and, the, and like the professor finally nods and smiles and like you can look at it in your face value like finally got approval he finally hit perfection someone pointed out that like this isn't necessarily a good ending. This could also in another way be taken as the professor realized like he still has this kid where he wants him. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, th- like this kid is still like obsessed with being perfect that like he'll do whatever it takes to please his professor. Yeah. That's just like, it's just a continuation of abuse at the end of that movie. hundred percent. Exactly. It's like in this, and in, in this pursuit of perfection, he found it, but like now he's fallen into that same trap of the kid who committed suicide earlier in the movie. Yeah. Who also hit that perfection. So like, he, great. He hit his objective, but like it costed him like a romance. Like he went on a few dates with that chit he liked and he blew it up or whatever. Like he blew up all, like he has no friends, like blew up his any chance of school. All right. So, so I it's not necessarily a movie. Sorry, Alec. It's not necessarily a happy ending. <laughs> it, I think you, you should. Di- I think you still should watch the movie. You very much should. Yeah, I probably could. I probably and then could. Uh, my last one on the list: Suicide Squad. Eh. This this is honorable mention. Yeah. I say this because for a DC movie, I oh, thought it was one of this the. This is where we go back. I put this Fast is- Nine on my top five list. I don't have any problem with you putting Suicide Squad on your. Fast Nine is the Fast Nine is the Suicide Squad of not comic book uh, movies. Of you, yeah. Make that, I'll make that argument later when I finish all of the Fast and Furious. But back, I have an argument for Suicide Squad. This is where we go back to where we we have this different rubric for DC. For DC, hundred percent, we do. And it's 100%. so depressingly sad how outclassed and outworked and out like written and out everything DC is in comparison to Marvel in terms of their oh, yeah. like movies. I mean, even in a sense, if you want to spin it like that, some people are already drawing comparisons of Guardians of the Galaxy to this Suicide Squad, not just because James Gunn directed both of them. Absolutely. Can we get both of them? I mean, I, I did, still enjoyed it. I did it. like the opening. The opening was funny. 
Yeah, yeah the opening was great. And I love Teen Shark. Anybody check that the weasel could swim? <laughs> the opening is very funny. It is. And the, the, as bad as the movie is, is it's entertaining yes. to say the least. And it has it's a funny. Moments. Yes, it's a funny it has, movie. I think for me, it's like, I think that's like a seven, seven and a half movie. Eh. I would give it a seven. I'd give it six point five. That's fair. Well, we're I don't all think, I don't think it's bad in any way. I just yeah. think entertaining it's, and it's a funny movie. It's yeah, entertaining. It has its moments. Uh, am I going to preach to everybody to watch it? No. Uh, the fucking the, if you're the, if you're bored on a Saturday night, yeah, watch it. Yeah. The yeah, the scene is, yeah. where Bloodsport and Peacemaker are trying to outkill each other was very entertaining. Yes, I agree. Let's let's when they go through the entire camp, and then they get to they're like, where are my men? How come they didn't alert and me? Realize they're they've like, been killing good guys. Like what? Uh, we didn't see any guys. Yeah, no, we didn't see anyone. Sebastian uh, uh, the rat, the king shark. There's some. There's some winners in there. I'll, I'll end that. my comments on it by New saying dumb that friends. Bloodsport is quite possibly the worst super person name of all time. Bloodsport. Yeah, that's that's a shitty. It's a horrible name. He's yeah. a super cool character. It's a shitty name. Super cool character. Terrible name. Peacemaker was a weird character. I think they picked John Cena as like the perfect. John actor. Cena was there yeah. was nobody in the world that could have played Peacemaker better than John Cena. Yeah. I agree. I absolutely yeah. agree. And but for me though, Teen Shark was the star for me. I Can we it. talk about? Okay, yeah, that's true. Can we talk about the fact that like at the end of the movie, Bloodsport just goes nerf rogue on them on the fucking with his guns. He just starts adding additional oh. things to it. And it, the second it's happening, I'm like, this literally reminds me of every Nerf gun that has been made since like 2013 or 14. Yeah. When they started just starting to add additional parts that you just add onto the top of it. They're just making up shit. Yeah. All right. And that's They're it for ex- my list. They don't really explain his tech either. All right. Um, this is some crazy shit. That looked like nanotech. All right. So I got three things. They're all three video games, to be honest. Um, until dawn, the horror, uh, play as you play as you go. The game, movie. yeah. Until dawn. Ah, I, mean, I don't know if you guys have seen it or played it. Um, I don't. I don't do horror games. I respect like a, horror games. I don't do horror games. Did Caleb still um, ever play Dead Space? Dude, you gotta. I, nope. I love these things. So it's actually pretty funny because we played it. I played it with a group. It was like me and a couple guys, and we played it. I actually technically never touched the controller. We were all just kind of letting one person, but we'd decide where the storyline went. Man, if you want to kill like 12 hours of a fucking day, that was the best like 12 hours. Because you're just doing it all with your boys. You're all hanging out, and you're like, it kind of reminded me of a sleepover. It was kind of cool. Um, but it's like, it was horror-ish, puzzle finding. Every once in a while, you're like yelling and cheering for some shit. It's pretty good. It was honestly a great game to play. It definitely is. It's one where you should have friends with you. Even though it's a single person, a single player game, definitely a person, a fun game to have with friends. Um, that was the first time I played that. That was the first time I played the new iteration of Mario Golf on the Switch. Great. I played so that. Good. So me and my buddy, we started, we played, we played like one round of regular, right? And I think we did our, like I definitely lost. He, he played it a couple days because it's his. Um, I lost in all these, but there's like a setting in the game where you go best for time, where it's like a scramble where you like everybody tees off at the same time. 
you guys start sprinting towards your ball and then you can use a power up or like a boost or jump or you could just run up and then punch the other character as you're like running towards your ball that's and so the fun. first person the first person to get it in with the least amount of strokes wins so that's what your goal is so you're like you're trying to if you're on a par four you're trying to get it in three strokes and faster than your opponent can do it and every stroke like every stroke you do it under costs them time and it's it was an amazing form of gameplay they need they need to open it up to more than two people at a time. And then I played Gran Turismo. Mm, Getting into oh yeah. the car games. Gran Turismo, I just played that for the first time. It was like 20 bucks at the next, so I went and bought it. Um, so it's pretty dope. I like it. Those are my th- three things. Nice. They're all video game related. We don't play a lot here since there's only like one PlayStation. I haven't touched any video games since May. I was going to. I was going to get back and play through Mass Effect, but, you know, fuck Xfinity. Um, all right. Do we have any any last comments here? No, man. That's, Great to be it's back. Just, it's, damn it. He beat me by one second. <laughs> all right. I'm glad, I'm glad to have returned. I am glad you're back. Civilian. It's good to be a civilian for, like, an hour. Um, all right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Who Asked You, the podcast absolutely nobody asked for, but we are going to continue to provide. This is the return. We are back to weekly episodes. We're back. back. We're like Tiger back. Eh. We are. We're, we're like Tiger back, 100%. Hopefully none of us get into a car wreck. Knock on wood. Again. Um, I forgot how I exit the show. Have a great week. Oh, uh... Make sure you follow us on social at who asked you. That's the letter U pod. I'm at La Chapec. Ross is at R Parker 209. Alec is at Alec M underscore one. Yep. Nailed it. Um, have a great week, everybody. Later days.